Welcome back to Exploring the North Shore. Martha, you're back. I am back. And it's cold out right now. We're in the shade. Oh, we should move this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? So much warmer. The, the lovely sound effects of your snowshoes. <laughs> yes. So this episode is all about snowshoeing. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start by going snowshoeing. Uh, for this particular segment, we are using my snowshoes. So we're not renting them. I happen to have them. I think I'm so. investing in a pair. <laughs> so Martha, have you ever been snowshoeing before? I have not. All right. Not once ever. Spoiler alert, I knew the answer to that question, but we are going to go. So we are here on the Gunflint Trail. We are at Honeymoon Bluff Hiking Trail, which is um, located. So if you're heading up the Gunflint Trail, it's about midway up. If you see the sign for Clearwater Lodge, swing a right, go a couple miles down that road. It's right in between like Flower Lake, Clearwater Lake, and then we're actually going to see Hungry Jack Lake as we head up on the trail. So Honeymoon Bluff is a pretty easy hike. It gets a lot of snow in the winter. So if it hasn't been walked on after a more recent snowfall, you're definitely gonna want snowshoes. And it did recently snow and it doesn't look like it's been walked on too much. So we are gonna strap on the snowshoes and go on a little snowshoeing adventure. It should um, be fun. It's a good yeah. day for it. I got this. Tightening them on. You don't want loose snowshoes? No, not You don't want to lose them in the snow? So a few tips and tricks. <laughs> Um, make sure your snowshoes are on nice and tight. Hold on. Yeah, you want to make sure your snowshoes are nice and tight because you don't want them coming off when you step into something deep. Also, you kind of want to walk, like when you're walking on snowshoes, you almost want to lean back. <laughs> too far back. And not too far. <laughs> Martha just falls down. So kind of walk on your heels more than on your toes because if the front of the snowshoe goes in first, the rest of you is going to go in with it. But if you're back a little ways, you can almost kind of hold yourself upright. If we hit deep snow, um, we have on the ground probably four to five feet back here, but yeah. it's been pretty, it has been walked on between snowfalls, so I don't think we're going to be walking on four to five feet of snow. It's four <laughs> to five, not 45, by the way. So we have our snowshoes on. We're here at Honeymoon Bluff. Let's go for a snowshoe hike. Do you want me to go first? Sure. <laughs> This podcast episode is sponsored by Cascade Vacation Rentals. They know that life has a tendency to be overwhelming at times, and busy schedules often leave people feeling overwhelmed and disconnected. That's why they're here, to offer you the space and opportunity to reconnect to what's important. Cascade Vacation Rentals has one of the largest selections of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on Minnesota's North Shore of Lake Superior, from Duluth to the Canadian border. Their team is there to help you and your family or small group enjoy a vacation you'll remember for years to come. Visit them online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com. And don't forget to use promo code PODCAST for the largest percent off discount available at any given time. Again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. So far, so good. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> 
Um, it's a little rough. Could definitely use poles. You could utilize them on this. It's a good leg workout right there. Woo! So in the summertime, that's a staircase. Oh, <laughs> that would make sense. Holy moly. <laughs> okay, if you Whoa. dig in. <laughs> My legs are tired! <laughs> they sure know how to start you. Oh, I need to catch my breath too. Just for a sec. Oh, my watch just informed me that we're in Canada. All right. We're not in Canada. You can hold this for a sec. Alright, so, um, honeymoon bluff. I forget. How that's basically vertical. And yeah, the stairs. I don't trust myself walking down these. Well, we're gonna go down on our butts. That yeah. was kind of the plan. <laughs> that's why I brought you here. I don't see that going well. That'd so be like those, that video. It's like, a, God, what is it? People running down the hill and they all start running and then they're all just like pinwheeling over each other. That's, okay. that's where that would happen. Whew. Few quick warnings about Honeymoon Bluff. Besides being almost vertical to get to the part we're at right now, we're at the top of the loop, bottom of the loop, beginning of the loop. I don't know how you want to word that, but if you go to the left, it wraps around eventually to what you see on your right. So it is a loop. It is really nice. There are a few parts that are like, we're on a bluff. Don't walk too close to the edge, especially in the winter. You don't know when you're going to hit like a loose snowbank and ice. But trust me, it is worth it. Um, yeah. Do you have your breath? Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, Martha did say on the way up here it would be nice to have poles. We do not have poles. You don't need poles to go snowshoeing, but perhaps if you're going to encounter this, a very steep help. incline, <laughs> it would help. So another thing you can do is kind of turn your feet like this. So you can't see this on the recording, obviously, but I've... Kind of pointed my toes outward, and then you kind of duck waddle up the. <laughs> <laughs> it's not graceful. Snowshoeing is not a uh, necessarily a beautiful activity, but it's fun, and it allows you to continue hiking even in the winter months, even after snow falls, and just kind of enjoy being outside in the winter. It's the sun. Okay, so if you look straight ahead, we're now kind of in the, if you're familiar with Honeymoon Bluff, it's, it's kind of funny to me. I can tell how high the snow is because usually the power lines are not this close to the ground. <laughs> but there's these bluffs over here. It's just gorgeous up here. I love this hike. In the fall. Yeah. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> it's okay, Martha, you got this. <laughs> Okay, so now we're about halfway through the loop. We are deep in the woods and there's snow just clinging to all of these trees. Like It's beautiful. It's like the best part of winter is just how it looks. Especially after it's just snowed. I love the way it all looks. It is gorgeous back here. It's actually pretty warm too. It's about 20, I think the, I have 21 on my phone. So it's 21 degrees, which is pretty warm when you're bundled up and physically moving around 
Um, this has been too challenging. Martha fell, tripped a couple times, so you didn't fall. <laughs> I have not fallen yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah. This is going just as good as the ice skating. You can kind of hear, I don't know if this is picking it up in the recording, but in the background, I can hear some snowmobiles. So there is snowmobiling in certain parts of the Gunflint Trail area. Obviously you can't snowmobile once you're in the Boundary Waters, but we're not quite in the Boundary Waters here. We are still on non-Boundary Waters land. So we're able to drive in, park right at the trailhead, walk in, hike up, and now here we are in this... It's <laughs> so pretty here. Here, it hold is. this. I'm going to take some pictures. <laughs> Little winter wonderland. It's cool because you couldn't, I mean, you can't really enjoy this scene without yeah. putting on snowshoes and hiking out here. So mm -hmm. this is why snowshoeing is popular and fun. Just want to like shake the trees. <laughs> Let all the snow fall. And yeah, I got a notification <clears throat> from my phone that we are now in Canada. But that just means we're close. We're close. Super close. It's so peaceful in here. It's nice. Oh, this part looks really cool. I like when the snow kind of like, oh, it's like envelops the, the trail. It's like a little tree fort. Yeah, we feel like lives under. It's really warm in here too. It's like insulated. Mm-hmm. All right, Martha, we've hit the overlook. So that's Hungry Jack Lake. Well, actually, if you go, let's keep going because it gets really pretty up top too. One time I came here and I just sat here for like 20 minutes on a rock and nobody else was here. It was in October. Mm -hmm. So pretty. Oh, it's pretty. Lots of snowmobilers out. It's a good day for all outdoor activities. Good day for a good day. Do you hear the birds? Yes, they do. <gasps> uh, it's those ones who keep hitting with our car on the way out. <laughs> I feel like, see that it wraps around right there at that point too. Mm -hmm. So is this an island or is it an inlet separating two different lakes? It's really hard to tell. Might be an inlet. I can't tell. The trees are in my way. Darn trees! What are you doing here? I want to record you going down. Going down what? <laughs> the hill. Okay. Right here. That's the rock I sat on. I just sat right there, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay here until more people show up. And then you know what came? What? A dog. <laughs> like a little puppy dog comes running up, and I'm like, oh. Like, do you have people you're with? Because you're just by yourself. For like a split second, I thought a dog just adopted me, but he had owners, they were like right behind him. Like, oh, I didn't realize anybody else was here. And then they informed me I left the lights on in my car, so I had to leave. Good job. And there is the end of the loop. We did the loop. Let's go, yeah, like short and sweet. Yeah. Now, what we're gonna do, I'm gonna give you this to go down. I'm gonna take these off first. Oh, why is this so hard? I give up. <laughs> Just shoot me down. I can't! Not with these on! 
That's not possible. There we go, I got one. My butt's gonna be really cold after this. Yes. Oh, my butt's already so cold. I wish I had a sled. My butt is very much numb. You got it. I'm gonna try it with, you're right. It's better to take them off. Told ya! <laughs> I told you! All right, she's getting off her snowshoes. <laughs> this is actually really fun. Yeah, once you hit that spot right there. <laughs> Go back. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go back. Hold on. I forgot to hit the record button. Take two. Okay. <laughs> now it's time to go down. Here we go. Building up speed. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. See how nice snowshoes are. They are. It's much more challenging if I twist your feet. Whew. I'm pretty sure my butt is completely numb. <laughs> I don't think I can feel my butt cheeks. Well, then you can't feel how cold it is, so you're okay. I, yeah, I guess that's the road we could take with that. It's nature's way of uh, making it so you can handle the cold. Well, thanks. Uh, Okay, we're being joined by someone else, so let's wrap it up real quick. We are now back at the parking lot area. There's somebody else pulling up. Hello. Enjoying the great hike ahead of them, but... <laughs> oh my god. As I'm like testing off the, the dead cat, Martha fell into snow. a hole. I did. Uh, how'd you feel? How do you, how do you enjoy this? I love snowshoeing. That was really enjoyable. A nice first time snowshoeing, yeah. for sure. So we did go on a public trail with our own snowshoes, but you can also go onto like state parks and there's a couple like rivers you can walk up in the winter if they're frozen. It depends on the weather, of course, but you can rent snowshoes from several of the state parks. I'll actually come back. We'll do like a more formal outro here and give you a list of some of the different places you can rent or get snowshoes from. <laughs> and don't forget about our friends at Stone Harbor Wilderness Supply because they have some really fun snowshoe hikes, including a river snowshoe hike, like I mentioned, and just different things you can do. And what's cool is in the winter, the waterfalls freeze, so you can hike oh, right up yeah, to them. Oh, yeah, you can. 
That's pretty fun. That would be pretty cool. So different ideas for things you could do and how you can enjoy snowshoeing. You can also just strap snowshoes on and walk around your yard because it's kind of fun to be on top of the snow like it that. It is. It is. So. It really is. We also shook some trees. Yeah, some covered <laughs> in snow. So look out for the video. Plastered in it. The uh, companion <clears throat> video for this episode will have Martha shaking some trees. Us going down the staircase on the trail on our butts, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was. We should do a sledding episode. I have not gone sledding. I have two sleds. In like seven, eight years, I would guess. Yeah, we should go sledding. Okay. A couple <laughs> weeks. It's been decided. There we go. Sledding is coming up. Uh, so this has been the snowshoeing portion, and like I said, we'll come back with a more formal outro in a little bit. Exploring the North Shore is sponsored by The Big Lake. The Big Lake is an approachable art gallery and gift shop located in the beautiful harbor town of Grand Marais, Minnesota, as well as online at thebiglakelife.com. The Big Lake provides a beautifully curated and fun shopping experience to complement your North Shore adventures with artists and products that reflect the culture, values, allure, and lifestyle of the North Shore. Shop online at www.thebiglakelife.com and use promo code EXPLORE for 15% off your first online order. Hello everyone, I'm back after our snowshoeing adventure on Honeymoon Bluff. Martha had to run off, but I wanted to come back really quick to wrap up this part of the episode because before we had kind of teased that there are a few state parks in the area that you can rent snowshoes from. So I went back at the office here, I looked it up and confirmed that you can rent snowshoes for $6 a day at the following state parks in the area. So Cascade River State Park, that is of course in between Lutzen and Grand Marais, Jay Cook State Park, which is by Duluth, Split Rock Lighthouse State Park, so that's between like Beaver Bay and, and Two Harbors, and then Tedegooch State Park, which is just outside of Silver Bay. So if you go into any of those state parks during the regular business hours, which is usually like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the winter, and it varies, so be sure you look this up online before you go, you can rent snowshoes for just $6 a day. The state parks are also a great place to go and do snowshoeing because there are marked and clearly marked and easy to follow trails. Even if they're not groomed and maintained in the winter, you could still walk around them without getting lost. So you don't have to worry about, you know, finding a path to go somewhere. They're very clearly marked. You're within a state park and it's a fun place to hike. We teased before that if you go after a really good cold snap, you can sometimes even go right up to waterfalls, depending on the state park and where you're at. So check that out. I know Tedegooch State Park has a really great naturalist program and um, their naturalist guy is really into snowshoeing and these outdoor wintertime things. So check them out, see if you could track him down, see if there's any scheduled activities. There are events that go on at the different state parks, for instance, um, on the 22nd of February, there is a um, snowshoe hike up the Baptism River at Tedegooch State Park. So if you want to do that, go right up to a waterfall at Tedegooch. Find out more information about that at the DNR State Park website. Other places that you can go, pretty much anywhere along the Superior Hiking Trail, would be a really nice place to go snowshoeing. Again, they're very clear trails. They're marked. A fun one I think that would be really interesting to do during the winter and go snowshoeing is the hike to Ely's Peak Tunnel. Um, there's an article about that on the Exploring the North Shore website. 
So go to exploringnorshore.com and then look at the explore guide for the Ely Tunnel article. I marked out where that trail is, so the best place to park and how to get there. And, um, you know, the pictures are from the fall, so it might be a little bit different looking in the winter, but you could still get the general idea. I think that'd be a pretty fun and easy hike. There is a bit of a staircase, so there there will be a bit of a vertical climb like there was on the Honeymoon Bluff Trail. But again, really fun, and it takes you to the tunnel, which is really interesting. So again, check out the DNR website. Check out the map of Superior Hiking Trail for the different places. There's tons of articles you can find online about snowshoeing. And just grab those snowshoes, either rent them or buy a pair, and head out and have fun. It is a really fun way to enjoy the North Shore during the winter. So the second half of this episode is going to be an interview I did with a couple of Instagrammers who are really active up on the North Shore here. In fact, one of them, Ashley Brenmas, lives on the end of the Gunflint Trail. So if you really like the outdoor adventure like feel and you want to follow some Instagrams that are really kind of focused on that you definitely want to check out Ashley's Instagram and then we also interviewed Emily and Jordan and theirs are also very heavy on this outdoor adventure idea so check them out there will be the links in the show notes I just want to make a quick disclaimer about the following audio you're about to hear it was recorded in a very large room and there were four of us kind of gathered around it there was a fire going in the fireplace because it was pretty chilly that night and there's a few other background noises that I tried to kind of muffle but I didn't do the greatest job so I do apologize there is some issues with the audio in this interview but there's a lot of really good information so if you're Um, interested listen also we do tend to talk over each other a lot and that's I think just what happens when you get four people in a room together chatting about something they really love so you've been warned it's not the best audio but really good content so I hope you listen so for exploring the North Shore with Jay and Martha this is Jay and here is the interview with Ashley Jordan and Emily So I'm back for part two of the podcast, and for part two, we're going to be sitting down with three lovely ladies who are familiar with the North Shore, and maybe you even know their names. So let's go around and introduce yourselves. Yes. Okay, I'm Ashley Bredmiss. I live at the very end of the Gunflint Trail uh, in a little remote cabin called the Pepper Shack, and I write about it. I've got a blog called uh, An Outdoor Experience, and when I'm not writing that, I've got a summer camp that I run called Birchwood Wilderness Camp. That's me. Hello guys, I'm Emily Tyson. I currently live in Brainerd with this wonderful woman, Jordan Molesky. That's me. We are both, kind of speaking for you, but like we're both photographers, graphic designers, so, and these ladies are my best friends. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm Jordan Molesky, as you already know, and I do a lot of branding design work uh, with various companies, mostly throughout Minnesota, and Emily and I, of course, and Ashley as well, we're all sort of doing photography together, so we, we end up working with a lot of the same companies which is super fun yes and I think we've kind of all become close friends and now that's sort of being apparent to other people and it's it's starting to just like really snowball into some some fun stuff that we're doing it's all interconnected like Jordan did the branding for my wilderness camp Mm -hmm. and like it's just all yeah I was doing actually some uh I just recently started working with Lake Time Magazine and I was doing Ashley's spread for um yeah her, uh, what was it? Just the piece in the making. Yeah, just the feature and, article for it. Yeah, just the feature article yeah. for Ashley. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, oh my God, Jordan just 
like put together her design. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like designing her layout for the magazine spread. Yeah. And, like, it's such a small world. We just, all work together in so many different ways. Yeah. So yes. Ashley, you're you live on the Gunflint Trail. Yes. What are how did you guys all meet? How do you Instagram. know each other? Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I yes. think originally we all started following each other. Yep. And then I ended up yep. doing your branding yep. for the camp. At the same time, Ashley or Ashley, you were being featured in like Time and Emily was working on the spread. I think that is kind of what brought the three of us more together than tied us together. Yeah. yeah because sure. then at some point we were like, well, heck, we gotta meet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you and I went on like that adventure in the truck up oh to my, Mount Sophie. Oh my god. And then you yeah. and I met in Grand Marais and yep. had coffee. Yes. And then you guys both came up to the cabin mm-hmm. for a weekend and now we're here. Yeah. So All right. That's kind of it. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Okay, really quick, say your uh, Instagram handles so that people yes. can find you. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mine is Ashley Bredemus. Oof, that last name, right? Right? Okay, Oof, so that's gosh. Ashley B R E D E M U S. It's a tough one. But it's, it's the I'm gonna say I'm air quoting here. Yeah. The normal spelling of Ashley. Yes. Yeah. Normal. Yes. You got it. Thank yep. you. The more yep. common, I should say, yes. spelling of Ashley. Yep, yeah, with a Y. <laughs> Mine's also my last name is also a little difficult, but mine is at Emily Tyson underscore Tyson is T H E I S E N. Okay, mine is at Jordan, the boy way, J-O-R-D-A-N. <laughs> the boy way. <laughs> Period, Molesky, which is M-I-L-E-S-K-I. Yes. All right, and then so, do you still work for Lake Time Magazine? Yes, I do. I just started working with them a few okay. weeks ago, actually. So. All right, yeah. and what do you, are you photography or more stuff? A little bit of everything. I've kind of been doing some logo design work for stuff. Um, I've been doing photography work as well as magazine spread design layouts for them, so... Mm-hmm kind of a little bit of everything yeah yeah it's been really great they're a powerhouse yeah <laughs> yeah they are they're a bunch of awesome amazing women so they're out of fun. grand rapids yes they're out of grand rapids. i was gonna ask that next question yes like, where are they located yeah, yeah they are they're in grand rapids yeah. yep all right which is funny another thing that ties us that's my hometown and yeah, you work there true. it's just a small world oh, yeah. it is where are you guys from originally I moved well, to Grand Rapids. Rapids. You just, you just yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually from you. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually from Brainerd. Like my family moved there when I was young, and then mm-hmm. Emily, you're not from there, but she's now living with me as a roommate. Yep, I've probably been living renting from Jordan for probably nine to ten months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved in there last like April or something like that. Where were you from? Um, Tell them. I, well, okay, so I grew up in the cities. I actually graduated from Champlain Park High School, which is Anoka, Ramsey area, um, north of the Twin Cities. And then um, before I lived in Brainerd, I was actually traveling in the van for a year. Oh. Uh, so that was a really fun time in my life. We mm-hmm. just kind of were hippying it out, and uh, <laughs> me and my ex were just traveling around everywhere. So Where did you go? Out. Um, anywhere from here west. Where was your favorite, though? Ooh. Uh, I know that's a tough question. I don't know if I've ever asked that for you, but... We spent a lot of time in the West Coast, like California and Oregon, and that was yeah. probably my favorite. Cool. So like Utah was part of California. Yeah, totally. Like, we went nice. to the mountains, like Mammoth, and um, we just... I think it, a lot of people always like to ask what was our favorite place, but... I think it was the people that brought sure. the oh, memories right. into the certain yeah, places that I went sure. into. So it was kind of, cause there, you meet so many other van lifers, yeah, but I it's bet. like, so Tomorrow. it's really cool, but yeah. Cool. And then Ashley, what brought you to the end of the Gethlin trail to <laughs> the <laughs> summer camp life? That's a loaded question. <laughs> That's a loaded, loaded question. Well, I was working I as an story. engineer in Florida. Uh, well, first, 
first Alabama and then Florida for a total of four years, almost five years. Um, and I had just like, the South is not for me. <laughs> I, the folks that nope. I met there, the folks I worked for there were just like as sweet as sweet tea can be. But, um, <laughs> So in the span of a week, um, my dad called me and he was like, look, I'm having this super high blood pressure, which I'm down to one parent. So any like health issues, it's like, whoa, panic. Um, and then I got a notice under my door that said the folks that I was renting from want to sell the unit. And so I need to be out in 30 days. Oh, no. And I was like, this is an opportunity, I think. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Do something different. Um, and so I went up to the summer camp that's been in my family since 68 um, to just kind of stay there for a few weeks, regroup, think about what I wanted to do. And my dad said, hey, why don't you come spend the winter with me? I was like, but dad, I have a job. I can't. He's like, well, why don't you quit your job? And he said, this is what got me. He said, if my dad would have offered to spend a winter with me, like that would have meant the world to me. I was like, oh, dad, oh, you got me. Break you got me. You got me. So I went and I quit my job in Florida and I packed everything up um, into a couple of Duluth packs and drove north uh, to the, the wilderness camp. And I just intended to stay there for one winter. Um, but it, as you know, like it just grabs a hold of you, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, and my uncle was looking to sell our boys' camp, which is where I was living. Uh, we have a girls' camp near Bemidji called Camp Birchwood for Girls. But he was looking to sell the girls' camp or the boys' camp. And my dad and I hatched this like harebrained plan to buy the boys' camp. And so at the time we had a house in Grand Rapids. We decided to sell that, which was, I mean, that was the house I grew up in, the house that my dad built. Um, <laughs> So we sold all of that and put it all into the camp, and this will be our first summer as the owners. So oh, wow. Now I it's your first summer. It's our first summer. So we're in it for the long haul. This is where I'm at now. Okay, well, I know a lot of people, I mean, this is how I prefer to vacation, because I'm a terrible parent. But if I can, <laughs> I love to, like, drop my kids off to do something really fun and then go on an adventure. Totally. Yeah. Air yeah. grown-up adventure. Yeah. So if anybody listening wants to go on a yes. Boundary Waters grown-up <laughs> adventure, a good place to drop their kids off yes. is a boy. Yes. Um, would be Birchwood. So tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah. So Birchwood is uh, when they're in camp, they're in camp just during the weekends, traditional like archery, riflery, waterfront sort of thing. And then during the week, they're on paddle trips out in the Boundary Waters. So three day, four day or five day trips. Uh, boys can come for two weeks or four weeks. And it's just like <clears throat> magical Boundary Waters. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Right. I mean... Yeah, what a magical time. And yeah. also, who wouldn't want their Unplugged. kids to have that experience? Yes. I yeah. think it's so important I that kids, like, go do this away from their parents. And I know that can be so hard. I get mm -hmm. moms calling me all the time yeah. saying, I can't let go of my boy for two weeks. Yeah. But they... I was talking to a mom the other day who had sent her, her son to camp before, and she said... My kid went to camp a boy, and he came back a man. Oh, doesn't that just oh make God. you it have does. all the feels, It though. just, like, makes everything so worth it, like, everything that we do. Because that's... When my grandfather started um, the camp in 68, like, that's what so cool. his mission was. So it's super cool to hear that and to be running that now. And then we also are running some yoga retreats at the end of August, <laughs> yeah. which is super cool. I really want to get women into the Boundary Waters yes. because I think they can be super empowering. Last summer, I led our girls camp on a trip, and that was girls ages 7 to 17. 
And they came out of the Boundary Waters just so impressed with themselves and so confident, like they could portage a canoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to like give that to more women. But okay, anyways. okay, you're never gonna plug this on your own, but I, <laughs> like for the podcast, you have to answer how fast did your first retreat sell out? Oh I'm yeah. <laughs> Retreat that sold out in oh like my minutes, gosh. but was, nine, <laughs> nine minutes. Nine yeah. minutes. So I have to plug up yeah. uh, Boreal Bliss Yoga Retreats because they're the ones that are like leading the retreat, and we're we're just hosting. We're just providing like the beautiful Boundary Waters venue, but it sold out in nine minutes. So That's I think insane. we need to do more. I, of them. I saw your yeah. post saying it just sold out, or your your Instagram. I think it was a video, right? Yeah, and yeah. Like, it I just sold out nine minutes. Like I didn't even know it was happening. I know. So you have to do more. I know. That's the plan. Where we've got plans to build a big yoga deck and do it. Excellent. I really want to. So if you're coming up and you have, let's say, two, what, what's the age range? Seven to 17. Oh. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> I have a seven-year-old. Oh. There you go. He's, he's an unfortunate middle of the summer birthday, so he turned seven oh, on July 15th. Sure. So he's a really young seven, yeah. but definitely yeah. something to consider yeah. for next year. Anytime. Yeah. Because be if you have like two boys, let's say like a eight-year-old and a 10-year-old, and right. you want to do, I would do like a three-week Boundary Waters trip where you drop your kids oh. off at the camp for the first two. How heavenly. And you and your yes. husband yeah. or whatever, you go yeah. off and do your thing, and then you come back together as a family for a week. That's so oh perfect. Oh my gosh, I, I love that, that idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. Even, or even like it's some of our other families that maybe aren't so geared towards paddle trips, just going to Gunflint Lodge mm-hmm. or yeah. Poplar House or yeah. Hungry Jack or Bearskin, like just go and stay at one of the resorts and do day trips and fish and like sure. just enjoy life up here disconnected. Mm-hmm. It's a great option for parents. And that's what's great about those lodges too is you can just call them and be like, we're going to stay for a week. Yes. What can we do? And they will be like, well, let me tell you, <laughs> do this, do that. And they can help you plan your trip. Yeah. Here's the laundry yes. list of like a million things yeah. you can do. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. I was just back there today, you know, yeah, earlier you in this were. episode, you heard us um, snowshoeing. Yeah. I think first, I'm like, what were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mostly goofing around, but yeah. we were snowshoeing up on kind of by, well, that overlooks looks Hungry Jack, but the actual lake yeah. nearby is Flower Lake when you first Yeah, you're right. In, so. Yep. 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 Yeah. Honeymoon. Did you say Honeymoon, honeymoon Bluff? Bluff? That's yeah. where you're at? Yeah. That's right. I always spot. get mm-hmm. there's a lot of lakes. You go up there, you can see like three lakes. I'm mm-hmm. like, I know what that one is, right? and I know what that one is, it's but I have endless. no idea what that one is. <laughs> yeah, I love about it back there. I know. Um, so, what is your favorite lake? Romance Lake. Oh, yeah, that's Why where I got that? it. <laughs> So Romance Lake is kind of like our little hidden gem. You can only access it access it uh, from our property. So okay. it's like really secluded. But other than that, I would say Rose Lake. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I feel like a lot of people think that's the best lake ever. Yeah. And it is for good reason. Like it's a really gorgeous lake. But you have to endure stairway portage to get to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. We actually, so. we did um, a day trip into Rose Lake. Yeah. Kind of an example of what you best. can do. Yes. On the Boundary Rose in a day for the podcast way early on. And we actually just left the canoe on Duncan and like walked. And walked. <laughs> I'm not going to We don't need to go out on the lake. We right. just need to get to the lake. Right. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Rose is gorgeous. But you too? Do you have a Do you have a favorite? Favorite lake. It can be anywhere. If it doesn't I have do, to be. I do. It's like, I don't even know the name of it. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. They've got I future Boundary no Waters adventures yes. ahead of them. So I'm, many. Yeah. I've so done many. Boundary Waters trips before. I actually 
did a winter, like, winter camping trip um, my senior year in high school. <laughs> and that was, that was a lot of fun. We saw Northern Lights, <gasps> Stars were out, like, oh. it was just gorgeous. And oh. that was fun. But I just don't remember the names of the lakes, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But I don't know if mine's, mine's not really in the Boundary Waters. It's also my least favorite lake. It's, it's my like, favorite, but it's like least. it's a love hate thing. It's I love Bean and Bear Lake. Oh, oh yeah, Bean and Bear. Like, and I love it because it's scenic, and no matter what time of year, it's beautiful. But it's I hate true. it because getting to it is an absolute nightmare most of the time. You just it's like very muddy. Just now, described <laughs> my entire childhood. Bean and Bear Lake. There was um, part of this pure hiking trail ran right in my backyard, so we oh. would go on there, and you would yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, that's amazing. Bear. So what is yes. your favorite lake? Yeah. Um, okay, well, actually, yeah. fun story. <laughs> when I was 12, mm. I don't know, I was doing, it was like some sort of essay or something I wrote that talked about like, where you want to be when you retire? Like, oh right, with, now when you're 12 and see what happens when you get older. Cool. And for some reason, 12-year-old me really wanted to retire on Poplar. Oh. I don't oh. know why. It's not a bad spot to yeah, retire. Yeah, no. So, um, actually, let me see, this episode is going to air on the 18th, which is a little premature to be talking about this because we don't close until the 21st but on the 21st of February oh. we're closing on a, a lot on oh a you're public. kidding me can I get a high five oh my gosh <laughs> that's amazing that just happened like we literally went there on Friday last week yeah it, and um because we, we've been looking for property for my in-laws because they're going to come up and stay with us for like three, four months. They're from, okay. They live in North Carolina okay. now and they sure. hate it in the summer. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me yeah. tell you about a nice place to come in the summer months. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And so we've been looking around and they're like, buy something for like really cheap and we'll either fix it up or buy land and we'll build something because yeah. they're big investment people. Yes. So Perfect. We, we lost one property and when we lost it, I was like, I feel like this is a sign. Like we bid on it and somebody else bid on it and they were higher so yeah. they got it. I mean, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. It's not meant Absolutely. to be. Yeah. So then we looked at a couple more places and nothing really felt right. And then I found this random property that I'd seen probably a dozen times looking on like Zillow. Mm-hmm. I never really considered it. And then I took a closer look at it. And I was like, this might actually be perfect. Oh like in our heads, we were thinking we wanted like 10 acres. Yeah. Right. And this is only like two and 2.75. Yeah. Like that's not enough land. But then like, well, let's go see how much land it really is. That's yeah. a lot of land. It is. Yeah, it, is. it actually <laughs> really is. Yeah. I, I didn't, I guess I, my house is on an acre and a half and, but half of that land is highway 61. So it's oh, not sure. real oh, land. So in my right. head it's smaller, but no, we went there and we looked at it. It's perfect. It's right next door to Rockwood. Oh, Oh, girl, you're going to be sitting at Poplar House all the time yeah, eating yeah. dinner. Oh, my gosh. So we'll hang out. Oh, my gosh. You're going to so, yeah. be so close I to me. Oh, I'm so excited. Ah, well, I'm, I'm so excited over. for you. Oh, we're, please. We're just going to have, we're going to actually hook up electric and internet so okay. I can work from there. Nice. But we won't have any buildings or anything like that yeah. for probably another year because mm-hmm. yeah, all right. this takes time up yeah, here. Yeah, it does but take a lot of time. Like they have the land. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. So, so, so fun. I'm going to retire on Poplar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's what you said when you were 12. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. 
the chances? What are the chances that that actually happens? Like, I mean, just keep the dreams and keep your goals. Keep it going. We weren't even looking. It It was just we were looking for something in the right price range, Mm -hmm. in the right location. Yeah, because we didn't want to be. I wanted to be on the Gunflint Trail, but I wanted to be like on the Gunflint Trail Mm -hmm. because you wanted your address Mm -hmm. to be Gunflint Trail. Yeah, yeah. And just then for easy for in and out and getting the grandparents there, and then Mm -hmm. the kids take the school bus up. It's easier for them to drop off on the trail. Anyway, and all that, it just worked out that it wasn't down some twisty road. It wasn't another thing about some of those Gunflint Trail properties, especially on lakes, yeah. is they're really steep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They drop into them. We've got little kids, so I didn't yeah. want to yeah. I wanted like land they could run around and play yes, on. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's, that's it. What you got. Relatively flat and mm-hmm. we'll have a little dock How on fun. I'm so excited for so you. Cool. So anyway, well, that's amazing. That's my so long cool. answer. Uh, answer. <laughs> to both worlds where you have access to the boundary waters right there off the lake you know heading into Liz and Swamp and then you also it's also a motorized lake so if you want to have a boat if you want to have a pontoon if you want to ride your snowmobile you get everything and if you want to get away from that it's a really relatively short portage Mm -hmm. to where you can't have that anymore you can have the nice it's the best of both worlds that's exactly how it is where I'm at yeah yeah that's cool cool. great Well, um, you ladies went skiing, snowboarding today at Lutzen. How was that? It was amazing. So much fun. Epic. I was telling these girls, like, it's been, I mean, a year, maybe more since I've been outboarding last. And I was like, I'm so excited that I'm actually just nervous. Like, like, you never really know how you're going to do until you have that first run. And then, Mm -hmm. like, obviously, we all got really back into the, well, Ashley, you've you've been there. Yeah, I have a season pass there, but just because... I'm so close and I get the local discount. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I feel like Em and I, it's been a little while. Mm-hmm. You went boarding once. I only once, went once this year, so. Mm-hmm. Felt good to get out yeah. there. Good workout. Really oh good. Feel like when the sun yeah. came out, it was perfect. Yeah. It was we great. just, like, look like total yeah. goons on the hill, but I we, swear we yeah. are having the most fun of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we were. We really were. We really were. We were a fun trio. Yeah. Well, nobody's bandaged or no. right? nobody appears to be broken. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazingly. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> Considering how clumsy I am, that's pretty great. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking with Ashley and Emily and Jordan. Yes. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming and staying. You guys are staying here at beautiful Aspenwood townhomes. So check those out through Cascade Vacation Rentals. And uh, check out Lutzen Mountains, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then check out all the fun stuff we talked about today, including the Birchwood Camp for yes. boys on the Gunflint Trail. Peace. All that and more. And check them out on Instagram. I'll have their links to their Instagram accounts on the show notes. So you can check that out and mm-hmm. click and easily get there but definitely you guys are great to follow I've had I've actually had a lot of fun today I was out of cell service for a while because up on Honeyman Bluff there's Mm -hmm. no there's no cell service but once I came back in I was getting all these messages and I'm like following along it's so much fun oh oh good all our all our shenanigans thank you yes thank you I'm so glad to be a part of your podcast yeah I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you in the future of course yes most definitely super fun from Jay and of course Martha who is not here for this part but she's here in spirit this has been exploring the north shore episode number 21 already cool come back in two weeks i don't quite know what we're doing maybe we're gonna go sledding because we sort of said we would go sledding and i said i hadn't done it in eight years so there might be a sledding episode in our future come back in two weeks and find out 